Good afternoon, my fellow Michiganders. Good afternoon, my fellow Americans. Just going to wait a few seconds here so we can get some people on because we have a need. We need to have a conversation. How about that? So I'm going to wait for a few seconds here, and we'll get rocking and rolling. Just making sure everything's hooked up. A lot going on. Has always had an unbelievable, wonderful tour through the west side of Michigan, um, through upper, um, upper or northern Michigan, excuse me, and Gaylord. So we're going to recap on that. So last Thursday we started in Mich Michigan or Mid Michigan. We started in Clinton County on Thursday. Then Friday we went to Holland and the Muskegon, and then we traveled over to Gaylord, Michigan on Saturday morning and then made our pilgrimage to freedom all the way to the Traverse City area where we got to meet um, some unbelievable people, um, lacrosse farms. We went and actually shook a couple of cherry trees, saw the whole process of not only growing those cherries, but also the manufacturing part of it, which was fantastic. Um, and then we ended the night uh, Saturday at 6 p.m. in Traverse City where we had like a beach bash had an unbelievable turnout. Almost 200 people showed up and we just did what we do best is bring a lot of energy and passion and transparency to our movement. And that's one thing you're going to get with We The People's Campaign and We The People's Run for Governor is just that. I told you all, when you come to these types of events, you will be leaving feeling of hope inspiration. You're going to feel like you're a part of a family. And that's what I try to do with each and every um, past event that we have done and those events that we're going forward. So my voice is a little scratchy. I look a little tired today because we are hammering down on that gas pedal more with each and passing day. So let's go through some things that are happening right now because Governor Whitmer went on a, um, was in an article yesterday, August 1st, talking about Michigan's next COVID-19 surge is coming. Whitmer says her hands are tied. And you know who tied those hands? Well, that was we the people. We the people that hammered down and took away that very law, the 1945 law that she was using for her unilateral control. So yes, the power comes from who? We the people. And we are just getting started because the next thing we're going after is the health department with the unlock too. So let's just talk about some things that she stated in this article, because now you're starting to see not only our federal government with her daddy Biden pushing this fear narrative, um, but now it's going down to the statewide um, with this this narrative of what's going on in the country right now. And I have some pretty great research to share with all of you because I told you from the very beginning, we're going to continue to give you up-to-date, accurate, truthful information to do what? Lower the fear. And how do you lower the fear? Is giving people this information so we can empower each other on what to do, what's best for us and for our families, okay? Because what's going on right now at U of M, Michigan State, GM is talking about it, um, and also in the hospitals with mandating this procedure is unconstitutional. You have every right to question, and you have every right to expect answers, and that's one thing they're not doing is giving you the answers. They're just mandating all this garbage, in which I've been against ever since the beginning, and there's also a lot going on with that. So let's just talk about what Governor Whitmer has said and kind of like the fear narrative of now her hands are tied. Nanny governor can no longer protect us, right? Thank you, your highness. So Michigan again appears poised atop a dangerous um, situation. While the state is currently weathering COVID-19 better than most in the nation, there are too many variants and not enough medical procedured residents. I can't use the word folks because Facebook will take me down. 
their AI is pretty complicated and pretty intense. So if I even say the V word, um, I'll get taken down. So that's why I always call it a medical procedure. All right. More people are about to get sick. Some will die. But Governor Whitmer says her hands are tied. That's right. They are. They put the put the um, the power back into the legislature. Who the legislature is an expression of who? We the people. So we the people tied her hands. GOP lawmakers and activists, <laughs> I guess they're hitting at me being an activist, successfully repealed an emergency powers law that she had used to issue orders. She feels the Republican-controlled legislature is more concerned about defeating her and scoring political points than finding a consensus based in science. Garbage. Garbage. She's going off political science and polling data. So if anybody is trying to use this for her own political narrative, it's her. Because I've been following the science and data throughout the whole time. So for her to say that um, the legislature's not doing it is hot garbage. And I'm going to break that down here today. Even when the health department created safety restrictions, the administration faced substantial public pushback and attempts by GOP lawmakers to curb its power. That's because we, the people, demand the truth. And we, the people, demand transparency, not a so-called governor who is no leader that continues to break her own rules and rules for thee, not for me, um, and do as I say, not as I do, right? I don't know how to get the politics out of this public health conversation. We've been trying to. No, you have not. You have not. It's so pervasive, Whitmer said during a recent interview with the Free Press Editorial Board. Garbage. I'm calling her out right now. She's been using politics throughout this entire time because if she would have been following the science and data, then she would have seen and understand that other states who have done this right, right, they were doing far better. And so she wasn't. So they continue to push this narrative and continue to push this out there to her base, saying it was because of our highness, Governor Whitmer, that we survived this past year and a half. No, it's not because of you. Um, what you have done is destroyed small businesses, hammered down our restaurant industry, created a mental health crisis in our children that continues to this day, long lasting scars to our children because you have canceled their experiences, diminished their opportunities and diminished their dreams. So for her to go on there and actually start to bring up that she did everything that she could to protect us is hot garbage. OK, and that's why we need somebody with a backbone. And I'm just a man for the job because I'm a chiropractor to call out her clown show on the debate stage. But we have to get to the primary, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. She said this is a this is a legislature that has really not been a good partner in trying to keep people safe in the pandemic. Why is she even stating that they have even been a good partner? She has bypassed them ever since the beginning. And it wasn't until the Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature in early October where they were finally been, were able to have a say in what she does is veto everything, just like she just vetoed the unemployment, the legislature, which was good legislation, to stop the unemployment, the federal unemployment, the $300 a month, I think it was, or a week, or maybe it was $600, $300 a week in unemployment, excuse me, and she vetoed it. And so they're trying to do what's right by we the people, but she continues just to veto everything that we try to do, which is garbage. But for her to go on there and say this is a legislature that has really not been a good partner in trying to keep people safe in the pandemic. OK, let's go back to a little narrative because she really thinks that she has done everything and she's been following her own rules. And she has proven time and time again that anything that comes out of her mouth is a lie. And we can go all the way back to the end of November when she locked down the restaurants at 25% capacity with a 10 p.m. curfew. The health department did right, and then canceled schools, um, start canceling high school athletics, right? And then she said we couldn't celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? We've been down this narrative a million times. Then spring break came. 
don't go to spring break. Florida's COVID hell. And then one of her staff went down there that was in charge of the vaccine rollout, which I will go and talk about here in a second. And I said the V word, so I hope I don't get taken down. But she was in charge of the rollout and left her COVID infected son at home. And she was caught down in South Florida. And then Elizabeth Hertel, the person who does have most of the power in the state of Michigan right now, they rhinos had the chance to block the nomination, but they didn't. We will hold those rhinos accountable at a later date, right? And so she went down to Alabama. So her own staff doesn't even follow her, her supposedly rules, right? And then she got her hand caught in the cookie jar and lied to us about leaving and going down to Florida on a private jet, which cost $30,000. She went on a podcast and said she hasn't been anywhere outside the state of Michigan, except for going to Israel on business. Then she got caught that she flew down there to visit her supposedly sick dad, which there's nothing wrong with that. I said on many, many lives, I support any family member who wants to love their hold one or love hold their loved one's hand, excuse me, when they're getting called to the up to the big leagues by the Lord, or if they're sick or they're diseased, you want to be there for their family, of course. But how many people did she take that away from this past year? The thousands and thousands of Michiganders who didn't have that opportunity to say goodbye. And so again, rules for thee, not for me. And then the icing on the cake, because she literally is the governor that keeps on giving, or the gift, as I like to say, she got caught violating her own um, protocol when we were only allowed to go out in restaurants with six people. She went out with 12 to 15 of her friends. Nobody was masked up, right? And she said, oh, I it was unintentional. I made a mistake. So for her to go on and start pointing the finger at the legislature and said they haven't been a good partner, you know, it's just political garbage at its worst, okay? And that's what she continues to do. So again, she has lost all trust with the majority of us. And we know there's 40% out there that will always jump off the cliff with the governor, no matter what she does, no matter what she locks down, no matter how many mandates they put in, they will always vote for her and that's fine. But she has lost the middle. She has lost the middle ever since the end of November when she locked down our schools for no reason, took away the high school athletics from the kids. It's one thing I know and understand is you don't mess with mama bear and you don't mess with grandma bear because they tend to hit back. And that's what's happening right now are all these parents and grandparents are standing up for their kids. God bless every single one of them. The protests and the rally, they're going to school boards. That's exactly what needs to happen and continue. It needs to continue, folks. Don't ever fall asleep on the watch again. And I'm talking to myself in the mirror when I say that. That's why we must continue to hammer down and fight against these unconstitutional mandates, especially for those who are getting hammered down by hospitals. Um, GM, I think, Michigan State, Michigan, garbage. I think U of M even said if you're doing online learning from your own room that you still have to get the medical procedure done. Just does, doesn't make any sense. Again, nobody's talking about natural immunity. But guess what? I have statistics now. No deaths, few hospitalizations, but 74% of those testing positive for COVID-19 in Massachusetts outbreak were the people who have actually gotten the medical procedure. Again, I can't say the V word, folks. It is going to be referred to me in my live as a medical procedure. So here's what we know about the breakthrough infections. 274 or 79% of the fully people who got the medical procedure done tested positive and were symptomatic. Out of the 133 specimens that were sequenced in this outbreak, 119 or 89% were from the Delta variant, and one sample had the Delta AY.3 sublineage. Four of the five people who were hospitalized in this outbreak had the medical procedure fully, but no one died. Okay? So again, we're getting this narrative 
from the federal government that everybody that is getting sick right now is the people who chose not to do this medical procedure, which is hot garbage and not the truth. They are just not looking for cases and documenting the cases, right? Except for this article that just came out. And if you look at the UK, I think 40 to 50% of the people in the hospitals right now are the people who've had the medical procedure. So why in the heck are you mandating something that obviously is not doing what you said it was going to do from the very beginning? And you're starting to say that these kids have to do it and these young men and women in colleges. Unbelievable clown show that continues. And I didn't think it was going to continue this long, but it is. They still are trying to run with this narrative and it's about control, but they're not giving you the information. And that's one thing as a healthcare professional, I've said this time and time again, before you do any medical procedure, before I do an adjustment on my patients in their first visit, I sit them down and I tell them the truth and I'm transparent. And I say, Billy, hey, look, this is the positives of doing this procedure. Here are the negatives of not doing this procedure. And Billy, hey, guess what? Here are the potential side effects of doing this procedure. That is what is not happening with this medical procedure. They're not giving everybody the information. They're pushing out a narrative and they're using fear and they're using force. And that is what should raise up red flags, Tweety Birds, the sirens should be going off like crazy in our heads because when they're using force, we should always question that. We must use power. And people are like, well, what's the difference between force and power? Well, force, you force it down people's throat and you incentivize things. Power is you give people information. You be transparent and you give them that and then you support whatever decision that they have. That is what needs to happen. That's not. And that's why we need elected officials. They have to earn that term leader, right? And what they do in office. We need these elected officials who we need to support and put in the office to represent all of us, to be transparent. Just give us the gosh darn truth. And that's where they're going wrong is they continue to lie and push this narrative down our throats. And that if you don't fall through, everybody's going to die. Folks, it's not the it's not what that's not what's going to happen. It's not. Look, if you already have had this. You already have it. You've actually had your antibodies tested like I have. And my antibodies are through the roof more than anybody who's had the vaccine or excuse me, the medical procedure. Right. That's just true science through the roof. They're finding out if you've had this naturally, then you have immunity for decades, if not lifelong. They don't know yet. But that's what the research is starting to come out. So I said this back in January. Again, I'm not against the medical procedure. I'm against mandating it because not everybody can get it. People should have a choice and you should give them the information and the positive and negatives on both sides of the aisle and then allow that person to make the best decision. But in January, when they were pushing this down our throat, right, they're acting like, hey, if you did this, you can take off the, the mask. You don't have to wear it anymore. And now what's happening is everybody that's had the medical procedure, they may be having buyer's remorse. Because now they have to be masked up again. And now they're going to try to put all these mandates in schools. So parents, grandparents. Stand up. Stand up and fight against this. You must go to your school boards because they have left the door open. A lot of these schools are saying no mandates as of right now until the health department recommends it. And as soon as they recommend it, you're going to see a lot of these schools, especially the public schools, mandate this stuff because Governor Whitmer is holding all this COVID money over them. And so they're going to fall through because they want that money. That's the garbage on this. Not do what's right, but do what's 
for the money or for a political narrative, etc. Do what's right for these kids. Do what's right for all of us. Give us the truth. Be transparent and allow us to get through this thing together. Look, I've already shot down the social distancing stuff. The MIT article six foot is garbage. Anything from six foot to 150 feet, they said, or whatever they said in the article, it doesn't matter. And if you would have went with that narrative in the beginning, then schools wouldn't have shut down, business would have shut down, and we would have been able to handle this a lot better. But that's the problem right now is they're telling us one thing. They tell us another thing. They flip-flop like Fauci does, right? The CDC, if anything needs to be defunded in the United States, it's not our police. We need to give them more funding and training. You defund the CDC and those clowns that are in charge right now that continue to push out this misinformation and not tell us the truth. If they were transparent and just telling us the truth from the beginning, no problem. No problem whatsoever. And I was hoping that one day this would evolve out of lockdown conversation and this would evolve in out of mandates, right? And start getting into some policy things, but we're still doing a definition of insanity and not only our state, but our country. And so I still have to get on here and talk to you and give you all this research, which the majority of us out there understand and know, but I'm going to continue to hammer it down for the people in the back that obviously are not listening and the people in the back who are making the all these unnecessary mandates enforcing this down people's throat and scaring the hell out of people, which you shouldn't. We all still have well over a 99% chance of surviving this if infected. Holy cow. Even if you have two or three underlying medical conditions over the age of 70, there's still a 94.6% chance of surviving if infected. And that was data from several months ago. I'm sure that has increased. And so still people are so scared of this thing. And it's the political, political narrative that they're pushing and corporate media's pushes it and social media pushes it and they censor people like me from getting the truth out to all of you. And that's the garbage that we're in. Again, that's why we need somebody who's going to stand up and do what's right, to stand up for all of us, to always follow through, be transparent and tell the truth and call out the clown show as it continues down, right? We're in a one big circus right now, but that's what we need. We don't need typical politicians. We don't need politicians that are going to enforce these things. We need people to wake up. And that's what I will continue to do for all of you is stand up, call out this stuff, and we're going to get through this together. All right. So my goodness gracious, great weekend. We have a lot of things planned coming up. It's a mouth around open fire hydrant right now, folks. We're just trying to keep up with everything. But again, we need your support. We need your donations. This is We the People's campaign. This is We the People's money. There's no special interest donating to this campaign right now. It's all of your hard-earned money. And my goodness gracious, it's humbling to see when you're seeing the stories out there getting posted that people are canceling their cable. People are canceling their, their memberships to work out, but you still should exercise, right? People are canceling a night out a month with their family just so they can donate to our, our campaign and become a monthly member. And th- that's that's the sacrifices that are happening. Everybody's sacrificing right now. I'm sacrificing. You're sacrificing. Our whole team is sacrificing. However, if we don't do this thing and continue to move this thing forward and fundraise, we don't have a chance. We were up against the left and her war chest. We're up against the establishment and their political pawn they're trying to support. This is about we the people. So we need your help. We need your continued support. We need people to become monthly members. We need people to donate anything that you can donate. I don't care if it's your time, your money, your energy. We need interaction. We need engagement. And all of you have been unfreaking believable over the past three months. But we have to continue to hammer down because I told you from the very beginning, that's the type of campaign you are a part of. We are always going to be on the offensive. We're going to continue to hammer down. I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I'm not going to stop. I won't give up on you because we as a people need to blaze a trail so big, so wide, so full of hope, so full of transparency, so full of truth. And so large 
that other people who have doubted us, hated on us, spread rumors about us, will have to humbly follow. And this will trickle to other states. And that's when we can take the country back, folks. But it starts right now here in Michigan. We must make a stand and take a stand, join together and move this movement forward, continue to attract like-minded people. And we will make a statement in our next quarter. So be engaged, support us, because you're supporting yourself. You're supporting your kids. Because I will always be an expression of all of you. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. Donate now. Talk to you soon, folks. Bye-bye.